You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Welcome. I'm Chris Scott, host of Meeting Pod and contributing editor at Meeting Place and Alt Meat Magazines. For today's episode, we have a special panel of three guests from Danville Community College who will provide insights on an innovative training program linked to the new Tyson Foods poultry plant that opened in Virginia last November. The program is designed to help DCC students learn maintenance skills that ultimately can be used to keep the high-tech plant operating at its peak if they qualify for jobs at the new poultry plant. The program is also expected to help Tyson avoid potentially hiring third-party technicians who may not have been trained to the level needed to work on the -the state-of-the-art equipment at the facility. These include automated processing and packaging systems, and even data collection on how team members spend their time in an effort to boost operating efficiency. We'll take a deeper dive into the Tyson fully cooked poultry plant in another Meeting Pod episode, but for now we're going to focus on the company's relationship with Danville Community College. Our first panelist is Melissa Mann, Dean of Career and Technical Education at Danville Community College, who oversees the industrial maintenance programs at the Virginia-based educational institution. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us, Chris. We appreciate this opportunity to come and talk to you about the programs that we offer here, specifically the maintenance technology program and that partnership that we have with Tyson's Foods. So thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. So the training program at DCC was part of Tyson's initial announcement of the plant back in April of 2022. And at the time, the idea was that students who complete the maintenance technology training program could start their careers at the plant at a salary of nearly $45,000 a year along with benefits. Can you give our listeners an update on where that figure stands today and how many students are preparing to move on to the next step inside the facility? Sure, absolutely. We're glad to give you that information. So originally, this was a partnership with the assistance of the Virginia Economic Development Partnership. They approached Tyson as well as DCC to be able to, you know, think along the lines of being innovative and strategic with our industry relationships and, and partnerships. Of course, that's all to promote community and certainly our students going into the society and being you know, productive members and contributing members of that society in which they live, so here within our region. So having said that, Currently, we have about 25 students that are enrolled in industrial maintenance, and we have two phases of industrial maintenance, and those would include electrical and mechanical. So currently, on path, uh, as far as Tyson is concerned, those students that are slated to go into Tyson after receiving their training here, we have about 10 of that 25 that are already on that path of filling those positions that are available through Tyson. And they have somewhat of a setup where they have five lines that are 
operating, but three of those lines right now are running. So it's kind of a phase-in process. And so as our students are coming through the program, they will continue to grow and our student population will continue to grow as we, of course, continue to advertise and boost enrollment. So we're excited about this partnership. We see that the vision for Tyson is to use Danville Community College and our resources and our students to help promote, you know, success in that field and having quality expertise and subject matter experts such as Mr. Dalton, who is our professor of industrial maintenance, has really been key to building this partnership and relationship with Tyson. And as you said, this is an effort that has included community members as well as Tyson, as well as the school. Can you give us a sense of how committed the community was to meeting the needs of both the school and to Tyson? Well, you know, here in Southside Virginia, our region is very much based on industries that are related to manufacturing, right? So over the years, we've seen several plants close throughout our region. And being able to introduce manufacturing and skills in that area back into our region where older generations had actually worked in that field and now we're introducing that to, you know, some of our younger generation. It's been kind of a hard sale because if you associate older manufacturing facilities with that older generation and population, most of the times you're going to hear stories about it being somewhat of a, a dirty place to work, for lack of a better word. You know, there's grease and there's, you know, oil and all of these things that you can get dirty with when working in those plants. But facilities are not like that anymore. They're very clean. They're very streamlined. And, you know, that's always a hard sale. But Tyson has been so willing to allow community members and DCC professionals and other partners into the facility so they can get a better picture of what they have to offer. And also, we get to bring in our students and students get to see firsthand what they'll come into contact with as a potential employee in that facility. So, you know, Tyson has been on board all the way. DCC has really gained the support of the community in the area of manufacturing. And of course, maintenance goes along with that. So we've been very pleased and and very blessed with how things have moved along so quickly. And there's no doubt that plants now are no longer in the realm of uh, Upton Sinclair's The Jungle from what 70 years ago, which I'm sure will help in terms of turning this next generation toward viably working in these kind of facilities. I wanted to take one other angle here on vocationally speaking. Uh, Currently, the program involves the technical side and technical maintenance. Are there other avenues that are under consideration for other types of facilities? So I think the unique part about this program in particular is that there's been a lot of partners involved. There's been a lot of strategic planning efforts to align the curriculum with industry demand, right? So I think this particular program can serve as a catalyst for some of the other programs that we are considering 
doing somewhat of a similar model. So some of the things that we have have talked about um, going forward is the possibility of having a robotics maintenance program. And what that would look like would be a bit of a collaborative effort between our automation and robotics programming here at Danville Community College, as well as our industrial maintenance program. And that effort would allow cross-curriculum instruction. So instructors from both areas would be involved in ensuring that that curriculum is developed and designed to fit the model that is going to stimulate the most impact for students. So I see that going forward. That's kind of my vision Uh, with that. And then we have several other programs that we're working to build. We have an aviation maintenance program that is in the process of being planned out now. We're going to see a lot of transferable skills with that program that can be applied to the areas of industrial maintenance, automotive, welding, you know, all of those areas of technical programs that are going to need to be able to use those skills to, you know, rank up in the companies or just to be someone that is skilled in the way in which our local industries see. And we've used a lot of feedback that we've received from those companies within our region to know how to develop our curriculum so that it meets those industry standards and industry needs. So I'm very proud of where we are, but I'm also very excited about where we're going. So I think you will see more from Danville Community College in partnerships such as the one with Tyson, as well as programs that are going to be able to meet what industry is looking for. And on that note, all of these very innovative concepts can only help Danville Community College grow and become a place to attract more students who see the value in getting hands-on education, et cetera, uh, at a place like your institution. Indeed. We're local in the backyard of some folks. That's what I always like to say. I work in my backyard, right? It makes me happy that we are able to provide such comprehensive and quality education to those that live here locally, but also that we can attract those from outside of our local area. I mean, we have students that travel from Lynchburg and and upwards of Campbell and Amherst County, Charlotte County, you know, just some of these places that don't have these specific programs they're able to get here within, you know, an hour's time frame and get the training they need to excel in, in their career path. So it's so important that we provide that. And I think Danville Community College has made such a commitment to that within our region as well as outside. Well, thanks so much, Melissa. I really appreciate you taking the time to explain that to us. Now, let's bring in Daniel Dalton into our conversation. Daniel is an industrial maintenance instructor at DCC and has hands-on experience helping these students prepare for their anticipated jobs currently at Tyson. Dan, first off, where do things stand now that the plan has been operational for a few months? Have you received any input from Tyson on the aspects of the curriculum to ensure that students are ready to meet the needs of this high-tech poultry processing facility? Yeah, currently we have met all the needs of Tyson as far as like the numbers of students going in to their line production. So they've opened three lines up out of five. So they're constantly up in their production, which means they're up in their employment. 
90% of my graduating class in 2023 is currently employed by Tyson and is currently filled with apprentices, full-time employees from the Danville plant continually keep pulling from us and, and we keep training. So it's been a great relationship with them. Also, we keep in constant contact. You know, we text weekly or email or call with some of the leaders in that plant, but they really kind of based their curriculum off of us. So what they needed, we already were, you know, kind of instructing and leading the way on having an automated system for students to be successful. So they kind of found us. It was one of those things where we were already kind of doing it. So they based, you know, what their needs were, what we were already kind of teaching and it's worked out very well for that plant. That's true success, definitely with those kind of numbers. Now, what kind of qualities or interests are you looking for when it comes to assessing which students will be successful with the training, as well as coping with the pressure of working for one of the nation's largest protein companies down the line? So we're looking for very technical-minded students, lifetime learners like myself. I have a background in industrial maintenance, uh, farming, robotics. I mean, I've got a very broad range of how things work. So that's kind of what we're looking for is somebody that's looking for a lot of projects they do on their own. They like how things are, you know, are put together, how things are made. The industry is always changing to become more efficient at producing products. We need students that, you know, have their own self-motivation. The industry is fighting for the students that we have. So really somebody that's very electrically driven, you know, like electronics or somebody that's mechanically driven, there's two pathways So there's two different mindsets. So, you know, if you're not very good at electrical and you're good at mechanical, there's a pathway for that, too. So there's a broad range. I mean, there's of students that we can put out. So, you know, I like a good example is we have a lot of students that build drones and we have other ones that build hobby cars and they do other things like that. So it's a broad range of of interest, but more likely it's going to be a technical minded student. And on that note, what are the types of adjustments that you and your instructors anticipate that you may have to make in order to optimize the training for Tyson-specific capabilities? For example, are you considering other similar types of training programs for other industries if they contact DCC? So the college system in Virginia has a great plan to better serve our community partner by having like an advisory board. So we have annual meetings with the leaders in the, from manufacturing community. They come together and we suggest changes in the program. Tyson's leaders are on that board and they're very pleased with the curriculum and the students that are receiving some learning, adult learning, as well as non-credit trainings. But yeah, they, they honestly, they were thrilled with what we're teaching and how we're delivering it and the student that they're receiving. As far as curriculum changes or adjustments, we really haven't had a lot of adjustments per se to uh, the curriculum being that, you know, they really chose this area because what we were already doing for the community. As far as new people coming in, new manufacturers coming in, it's almost a daily or weekly event where we'll tour our facility. The word's out on Danville as far as, you know, what we're doing here and the type of student that we're releasing into the community. And what do you see as the most challenging aspect of this type of training regimen? Since some of your students may not have had much experience in high-tech maintenance duties or the structures involved, in working in a food processing plant. This question hits pretty close to me as, you know, COVID actually changed my whole career path. Like I said, I was at about 20 years of industrial maintenance experience in a highly automated plant, but really just wanted to change career paths. So I actually came back to school at DCC myself and was worried about the same thing. You know, how do I fit in with a new generation? But what you find is like what I look for and the challenges I have of getting people in the same places you use the people that have some experience to help you 
with the ones that maybe have no experience in technical fields. So if you have somebody that, you know, used to work here, used to work in another plant, they really become a built-in teacher's assistant. You can use them to kind of catch people up that may be a little slower as you work forward with another group. So the most challenging part is, is just getting everybody at the same place and, and learning. And I think we have, the, have to have patience to get them there. You know, we have team building classes. We have basic hand tool classes. So, you know, maybe credits for prior learning or somebody that's already had a lot of experience, we give them credit where other students don't really have the experience, so they have to take extra classes. So we try to hit every point and, you know, make every student get to the same place at the end. Very admirable. Well, finally, our Meeting Pod audience appreciates your insights on the nuts and bolts of teaching these prospective high-tech plant workers, Daniel. And thanks for your perspectives on what you as an instructor expect to see from students involved in that program. Now let's take a quick break for a word from the sponsor of today's episode, Bush Vacuum Solutions. Today's episode is brought to you by Bush Vacuum Solutions, your trusted partner for vacuum pump reliability and efficient productivity. Whether it's vacuum packaging, pneumatic conveying, evisceration, or service, Bush plays a vital role. As the global vacuum market leader, Bush sets the industry standard, delivering unmatched performance. For decades, meat and poultry plants have relied on Bush vacuum pumps and service. Visit Bush USA to explore how Bush Vacuum Solutions can elevate your operations. Now back to the podcast. And we're back. Please allow me to introduce Chadrick Younger, Director of Workforce Services at Danville Community College, who will offer his viewpoints on how this innovative program with Tyson might be replicated at other schools or for other industries that need technicians with high-tech training or experience. From your perspective as an administrator at Danville Community College, does this type of program provide a sort of blueprint that can help other community college or vocational institutions generate benefits for their students, in addition to helping the nation's industries that are looking for various levels of capable plant workers? Yes, thank you, Chris. To answer your question, yes, it does provide a blueprint I think, for collaboration, communication, and building relationships within the area with area industries. It allows us to see what's working and to use how we're working with our relationship and how we're building this current relationship with Tyson to utilize with other companies that we may want to use and talk with and partner with in the future. Obviously, this is a potentially serious entree for students who may not have ever considered this type of occupational pathway when they originally signed up for classes at a variety of educational institutions. Could this type of program be turned into a magnet that could help attract more prospective students compared with schools that do not offer these type of pathways to actual jobs? Yes, we understand and we know that other community colleges across the state are doing similar things that may be partnering with industries. But I do believe that as a community prospective students and businesses learn about this partnership that we have with Tyson. We'll see this as a magnet for others to take advantage of the opportunities and it will expand our ability to work with uh, industries. And I think for students to see the success of the current students and how they're going and being successful in class, but also gainful employment I think this is definitely a magnet for the community and to attract more students as well as businesses. So these types of programs, as you've outlined, 
feed upon themselves and grow sort of organically as people see successes through various companies and through various programs, correct? Absolutely. Well, what are some of the other goals that you see Danville Community College achieving through this type of program? And when do you expect to receive feedback from a company like Tyson on how these trainees are doing on the job? To answer your first question, Chris, taking what we learned from this opportunity will allow us to expand the partnerships and other opportunities to offer additional trainings, as well as create more opportunities for businesses. This will allow us to see what's working and to see what objectives that we've met with our current partnership and to see how we can take that and move it forward to working with other businesses and other community partners. Gaining feedback, I'm continuously talking with management to see if anything has changed or how things are going. Is there a need for adjustments? Typically, we like to stay in touch with uh, Tyson three to six weeks to see, again, if anything has changed, if any additional information is needed from us, or if there's something else that we need to do to assist in the partnership. We like to keep them involved. Typically, we invite Tyson to come and talk to our classes or just share information and let them know that there are opportunities for students that are currently in the class. It's important for our teachers and staff just to build that rapport so that at any time, if there's an issue or concern with either the community college or with Tyson, we can just pick up the phone or shoot the email or just, you know, invite them to come and just talk and just hear the new things that are going on or the new needs or just seeing how things are going within the plant. So we like to stay as much as possible in touch with uh, Tyson. Yeah, having those lines of communication open as much as one can, can do wonders for goodwill in both directions. And it's great to hear that students who are in the classroom can hear from people from Tyson as to how they feel things are going as the plant moves forward. That's a terrific, terrific concept. Now, finally, this relationship between Danville Community College and Tyson is innovative in terms of opportunities that it's offering students. What would you say are some of the benchmarks that could possibly open the door for DCC to set up other programs with other local industries or other local businesses that aren't as massive as Tyson is? Doing industry evaluations, industry visits to gain feedback, to see what the needs are, to see if companies, if they need our services. One of the great things about our workforce services, we, we are nimble enough to be able to offer short term as well as, you know, degree or certificate programs. So it's important to see what the company needs to offer the customized need for each company, you know, to see because one company needs may it may be different from another company. So it's good to go in and just listen and to hear what the company needs and, and then to do evaluations and just to do visits, just to see what the particular industry is doing and, and what they are offering and how we can assist them. And I think just implementing a model for other programs uh, based on what has been successful for us. I think that's what we're trying to do moving forward, taking from what we've learned from Tyson, just listening to their needs 
and seeing what they need and being able to customize it for that particular industry, taking that model and using that to go to other industries to see what they need and what their individual needs are and how we as a college can customize or assist and work with these companies to meet their needs and partner. And so it's all about developing future opportunities as well. Absolutely. That's a wrap for this episode of Meeting Pod. Our thanks to Melissa Mann, Daniel Dalton, and Chad Younger from Danville Community College for their insights on the maintenance training program between DCC and Tyson Foods. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning into Meeting Pod. Until next time. Remember to tune in on Mondays to get the inside track on the people and the processes that drive the protein industry. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Meeting Place and Alt Meat magazines on social media, and be sure to visit our websites at meetingplace.com and altmeat.net.